COVID became, as I keep coming back to this phrase, a force factor uh, for change. Everything from working from home, um, you know, to all kinds of aspects of things going highly digital so that you didn't have to go to the bank if you didn't want to, all that kind of stuff. And then one of the things that definitely went out of style during COVID was cash. It is making a comeback, but... You know, just my own personal experience. Remember, it used to always there'd be a sign that says, like, no debit or, or credit under $10. Well, I buy a newspaper almost every day from Book City around the corner, and they went cashless, and they haven't gone back. I mean, they will accept cash if you want to, but they're still allowing you to tap for $5.25 for a newspaper. And so, you know, there's, there's permanent change. And there's a new report out that suggests a quarter of Canadian grocery stores will not be accepting cash in five years. That's you know, some, some degree of um, jeopardy to that. And we thought in order to address it, we'd bring in the food professor, Sylvain Charlebois. Nice to have you back, sir. Good Friday morning. Have we got him? Is he on mute? Is he there? Have you brought him up, Nick? Professor, are you John, there? can Hi. you hear me? I can hear you. Good morning. Welcome to Friday. Well, thank you. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the ups and downs of going cashless in a supermarket. I've been using a credit card for ages because I like the points and it's convenient, but not everybody ha even has a credit card. Yeah, absolutely. The, the one thing that uh, a lot of people may not know is that retailers aren't obligated by law to accept cash in Canada. Uh, it's legal tender, but grocers don't have to accept cash. Uh, that's It came up uh, during the pandemic, and, uh, and still today we don't have a law forcing them to accept cash, and uh, they're going digital. I mean, they're accepting credit cards and debit cards because it's easier for them for a couple of reasons. They can, you know, build customer profiles with the data. Uh, when you give them a card, you're giving them a part of yourself. You're giving them data, but also managing money cash is a lot of work uh you're you're prone to human error you're prone to theft there's a lot of things going on there and that's why a lot of grocers are are, are starting to move away from cash okay so good for the grocers and you're right you don't necessarily if you're not dealing in cash you don't need the guys with the guns and the big metal truck but the downside is that some people you know still want to be able to use cash and maybe even have to Oh, absolutely. About 6% of Canadians still pay their groceries with cash only. And so there's still a lot of people. And, and we actually estimate that uh, about 1.5 million Canadians are either uh, uh, bankless or underbanked, which means that they either don't have a bank account or they don't necessarily use a bank account on a regular basis. And so if you start uh, seeing the emergence of this cashless economy, you have to wonder how many people will be left behind. A lot of people do do rely on cash still today. We we all love our conveniences with with uh, with with plastic, but uh, there are also a lot of people. And, and you also have to think about charities. Uh, every time you go to a grocery store, there's at least one charity around asking for cash. Uh, it's, it's getting harder and harder for those charities to collect money when nobody's carrying cash as well. There's another food story, Professor, in the news today, and that's about Nestle Canada deciding to pull its uh, pizza and frozen meals out of Canada. So, uh, you know, what's really going on here? We're talking about Delicio, Stouffer's Lean Cuisine, and life cuisine, which I thought all did pretty well, but they're pulling them out. Uh, economics, I think it's it, it's actually counterintuitive. A lot we've seen a lot of investments 
coming into Canada. There's a lot of nearshoring and onshoring the last three, four years. We, we haven't noticed uh, as Canadians, but uh, there's actually more investment in food processing coming into Canada. So Nestle is doing the opposite. The big challenge, John, is that's going to leave a huge void. Uh, they're leaving in six months. And to design new frozen products, it takes two years and you need labor for that. So uh, you have a couple of options in Canada. Uh, Dr. Ocker in London is one of them, but you can't really expand your portfolio of, of products and, and fill that gap that Nestle is is leaving behind. So a lot of people in the food industry is wondering, well, how can we fill that gap? And grocers are going to be losing a lot because that's a lot of sales that are, that are leaving uh, their portfolio. Thank you very much for this. Good to have you this morning.